Welcome to the Steve Reads His Post podcast. For those of you who are too busy or too lazy to actually read my post, I've taken on the huge effort of reading them to you. Enjoy. Power Apps Potholes There are a couple of different ways to approach building a power app, and I'm not referring to the canvas versus model driven here, but rather the environment type. Today, you can build a power app on either a vanilla CDS environment or on a Dynamics 365 CDS environment. Why does it matter? Vanilla. Let's quickly discuss the vanilla approach as it is the safest, which I'll explain why later. If you log into the Power Platform Admin Center, you'll be presented with a list of environments that you have in place. If you have Dynamics 365, any of those environments will also be listed. Otherwise, these will all be what I call vanilla environments. Clicking on the Add New button will start you on the path of creating yet another vanilla environment. If all you have is Power Apps licensing, then all of your environments will be vanilla. What is vanilla? A vanilla CDS environment will contain a basic data model including contacts, accounts, and a few other items. It is meant to be extended by you to meet your needs for a Power App you want to create. It is a perfect solution for moving a spreadsheet-based business process into a real app or for possibly replacing some basic point solutions. But what if you also have Dynamics 365 and want to build a specific limited purpose app using the data that resides in that environment? Apps on D365 Dynamics 365 CRM apps are basically just great big power apps. You could build your own to do something particular for a certain set of users, and it would appear in the app list right next to Enterprise Sales, for example. Why might you consider this? Well, let's take an example of a part of your business that uses Dynamics 365. Let's say this department uses the contacts and accounts entities, but it also uses a few custom entities that you created for some specific purpose. One reason to consider building a Power App is that you can create a highly targeted application just for those users that includes only what they need and nothing more. Another reason is that you could potentially reduce your licensing costs significantly. License Tightrope When you build a Power App on top of a Dynamics 365 environment, you have access to all of the entities in that environment, including of course any custom ones you created. If you were to pull into your app, contacts, and accounts, and your custom entities, you are potentially creating an app that could run on a $10 app pass instead of a full user license. But if you also decided to pull in the case entity, for example, you would see a message that this entity is restricted. You can still use it, and it may still make sense to create a targeted app for some purpose, but you will not be able to use the lower cost licenses for those users. Restricted Entities some of the entities that are in a Dynamics 365 environment are restricted. There's a list of them here. Why are they restricted? Microsoft has given you the ability to build a model-driven Power App, ostensibly to build simple apps. However, there is no limit on how complex your app can become. It is only limited by your knowledge and ability. With a much lower cost, many are taking a hard look at how they are using the Dynamics 365 apps, and some are opting to just build their own sales app, for example. Not only can they eliminate all the features they're not using with a skinnier app, but they could potentially reduce their license costs as long as you avoid the restricted entity trap doors. More restricted entities coming, eventually. 
Microsoft announced in October, and Charles Lamana confirmed publicly on my podcast in September, that more entities will be tagged as restricted. But as of today, we still don't know which ones. Meaning we have been building within the boundaries, but at some point the boundary will be moved. That will not be a good day if something we use suddenly gets tagged as restricted. Why restricted? Microsoft needs to protect their first-party app revenue. This is understood and reasonable. If I had P&L responsibility for one of the first-party apps, I would be concerned about Power Apps cannibalizing some of my users. But restricting access to a few random entities is a bad way to approach that. Previously, there was a rule that you could not replicate the functionality of the first-party apps, but they removed that rule so Power Apps would not die a quick death. So while I can't use a restricted entity in my app without triggering a higher license cost, I am free to build my own custom entity right next to the restricted one and use that. So is this the perfect solution? Well, that depends on the trajectory of the customer. If at some point in the future they want to move to the full first-party apps and have been using a custom entity for some out-of-the-box feature, they will have to migrate data. Or if they have a mix of users, some on first party and some on a power app, this would also be problematic. So the restricting of entities does not protect the first party apps, it just creates some future frustration for customers. A better idea? As I was writing this post, a fellow longtime MVP floated the same idea I was planning to write here. Basically, the value of the first party apps is not in the data model. As I said, I'm free to replicate that, and it's not even hard to do. Protecting an app by creating a potential pain-in-the-ass scenario in the future is not a good idea, as most customers will not realize that until later. The real value of the first-party apps is in the logic layer, not the data model, in particular where Microsoft has made some proprietary logic part of their app. Also, app-specific features like plugins or behind-the-scenes processes like lead qualification or SLA management. These are things that are not only valuable, but more difficult to replicate. If I were able to use a restricted entity, like Case for example, I'd have no reason to create my own. If at some point that customer wanted to move up to the full customer service app, it would be a simple license swapping process. Instead, they may consider staying put if the hassle is too high. This would be the opposite of what Microsoft's first party teams would like to see happen. And I have customers in that very predicament right now. Restricting entities was a down-and-dirty, lazy way to solve this problem. Hopefully Microsoft will come up with a better approach soon.